This guy has performed in Tamworth on multiple occasions and he's coming back next week live at Trek on Tuesday night from Australian Idol. If he, It's hard to believe 20, nearly 20 years ago. I'm just going to make it an even number and say it's 20 years ago. The one and only Guy Sebastian. Guy, thank you so much for your time. Hard to believe that it has been 20 years since you won Aussie Idol. Guy, do you kind of feel like in some aspects you've grown up in front of us, in front of our eyes? Yeah, I think in many ways as well, you know, not not just obviously age-wise. I think just, you know, I've, I think people, uh, they're, they're so invested and so um, so on board with, with, you know, my life and, and, and you know, as far as pe- people who have um, been in my corner and my supporters and, and fans and things like that because I think, they were literally invested in me at the start. Like yeah. uh, I think coming through Idol, um, y- you've got people who are literally voting. So that they, they're, they're paying fifty five cents to vote, and yeah. um, and so they they have actually invested into me as a person and me as an artist, and um, given me that opportunity. And I think there's always on my part this massive feeling of of gratitude and. Um, almost this drive to, to make sure I make good of um, that investment into me. And I know it's been 20 years, but it's never left me. I, I don't know what it is. I think there's this real feeling of gratitude coming through that process. And um, But I've had, you know, I've had a, a, a lot of sort of life happen in that time. And, and um, being a public person, you sort of like, you, I think you make a decision whether you want to, be really private with that or, or um, you know, and I think that's just based on your personality. I've always been a pretty open person and, and uh, I feel like I haven't really hidden much at yeah. all, you know, like I've been yeah. a fairly open book and, and wanted to share my life and, and uh, I reckon it stems from that um, that process, that gratitude. You've worked with some amazing, remarkable artists um, internationally over the years. Eve, John Mayer, Jordan Sparks, Robin Thicke. How does that all come about? Do you kind of just randomly find them in Los Angeles, hanging out at a recording studio and do stuff? Or how how do you do that? Well, it is random. I mean, I, I just, you know, like I said, I just was overseas and I was in Nashville songwriting and um you know you just bump into people and you meet people or you um you know you might meet someone who who's like a a a fan of your stuff and you had no idea and you're a fan of their stuff and and um you know or i'm on a writing camp in bali for example and there was a whole bunch of other artists and I, i jumped in with one of the other artists to songwrite and and we ended up doing a duet and and so, yeah, it, it, look, it happens pretty randomly. Or, like, for example, Battle Scars. These battle scars don't look like they're fading, don't look like they're ever gone away. Like, I wrote that pretty much in my car. Like, the idea came, I pulled over and, and reco- you know, this idea that jumped into my head, I recorded into my phone and then... I arrived at the studio later and I thought, oh, my gosh, Lupe Fiasco would be perfect for that. But, you know, the the Adelaide kid in me at times, especially in the past, now I feel like it's open slather, like the the world's your oyster, and that only comes about from things happening that you never thought would. And so, for example, the Lupe thing, I was like, Lupe would be amazing. I was was obsessing on his album, I think it was Lasers at the time, his album, and and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll... 
look, I'll just reach out. I'll, I'll send it to his team and see if they're into it. And I literally heard back from him personally, like two days later, he, <laughs> he came back and he was like, oh, man, I'm in love with this song. I I, I have to jump on this song. I'm, I'm there in two days for this wow. um, festival called Superfest. So, you know, it's like random timing like that. And he was here two days later and he's in my studio. And, and it was just me and him. It was meant studio. to be. Yeah, so it was, you know, these things kind of just happen organically. And I, I think it always stems from a song. I've always said, you know, even when I'm on The Voice and I'm mentoring, people overthink stuff. They try and get massive on TikTok or they try and, um, and, and, and that, TikTok's incredibly powerful. Yeah. But I always tell them without a song, you're nothing. It's like being a tradie with no tools. Like your your song is your absolute tool, and and um and that's your vehicle to to for your message. It's your vehicle for what you want to say as an artist, and um it's all about the song. And so it's funny because if the song is right, you you, you never know. And Adele might he- hear a demo from her A and R team and yeah. and be like, oh, I don't know who this random Canadian person is or this random <laughs> you know Filipino artist is. I'm, I'm going to jump on it because it's an incredible song. And so, yeah, it's definitely the most powerful tool. Hey, I'm chatting with Guy Sebastian. And speaking of the power of song, I want to have a chat with you about the backstory behind choir. So I'll do that right after this here at Nardi 2.9, having a chat with Guy Sebastian this morning. JB here at Nardi 2.9, having a chat with Guy Sebastian, who's performing at Trek on Tuesday night. Guy Sebastian, I love the song Choir. And I love the backstory behind it. I mean, it's such a catchy, anthemic kind of song, but it does have a very deep and serious backstory behind it. And I imagine that is like the ultimate peak for a songwriter to tackle a really serious topic, but do it in a way that's really uplifting. You've got to be pretty proud of that, I imagine. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's more the after effect of the song because, yeah. you know, you're constantly reminded of the power of a song. And a song like Choir, um, I mean, I sang it last night at a charity golf day for our foundation. And, yeah. and you get this real mixed room of, um, you know, people who, who come up to me afterwards and they're like, oh, I just wanted to let you know, Choir... You know, I played it at, at my dad's funeral, or I, I um, or you know, I lost my mate, and and so there's all these stories that come along, and it means something different to every person. But um, it, 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 people don't see the stages of the songwriting. Like when I when I wrote Choir, originally it was a ballad, and um, it, it, I, I started this ballad, and and the, the the verse was completely different. The choir was kind of almost the same. Uh, sorry, the, the chorus was almost the same. And uh, it, I got to the end of that night and I went, well, this is it's about Luke. Luke, he would hate a ballad. He, I, I almost imagined him um, playing the song because we, we would play on stage a lot together and almost imagined him bored of this stroppy ballad, um, especially if it was for him because he, he was such a hilarious guy. He almost always brought so much joy to the room and so I was like I need to make this fun I need to make it a celebration of him and, and instead of you know something that I'm going to ball up you know and yes. cry every time I sing so um, I'm, I'm glad it had that term but but yeah look it's exciting debuting new songs as well I, I, I um, 
I just made a phone call actually to um, to my band and, and sent them a song that I wrote on this trip, which I, I think it's probably one of my best um, love songs I've ever written. Yeah. I wrote it for my wife. Um, it was her birthday and she was away. And I, um, I, I was obviously away on this trip. It had been so long and um, I hadn't got her anything. So I, I thought oh, I'll write her a song today and demo it and send it send it to her and by the time she wakes up with the time difference it'll match up perfectly <laughs> and um it's one of my favorite songs i've ever written i think but yeah. i'm going to debut it on this upcoming tour no nah, fantastic that's amazing you've come to tamworth a fair few times now um you you come here often um and we love having you come back here if people haven't come to a guy sebastian concert what can they expect from it a whole bunch of fun i imagine for starters well i think with this one because it was so much time to prepare for it you know it kept getting postponed because the covid venues kept shutting down so i kept having to postpone it so we just sunk so much time into it so the the um i I think when we toured in the in the bigger cities we've got these big stages you know i was playing in arenas and and uh, you know from margaret court to the big icc's here and um so we we had a pretty massive stage massive screens and the challenge has actually been you know, how, how can we fit all of this stuff in these regional <laughs> venues? And yes. um, Tamworth is the biggest, um, it's kind of the biggest uh, stage that we've got on the whole run. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I think it, the, the content that we came up with, I think people will be um, really into just because I, I feel like it's really artistic and, we, you know, we spent a lot of time creating content when i say content i mean stuff on the screens the visual part of the show which is i think it's so important because there's certain ways i feel you know through the notes that are being played and the melodies that are being sung but it's the visual behind it in a live setting that i think really add to it and and so we've gotten really creative with those we've done obviously quite a lot of choreography and stuff like that with, with you know, my band and, and I've got Gary and Carmen who have been singing with, you know, a lot of my band I've been playing with for 20 years. So um, it's just fun. I, I, um, I think it's just, you know, it's a mixture of, of just a whole lot of fun and a whole lot of soul. And, um, yeah, the band is, is just on fire. I, I, I never get tired of playing with the band because every show is different. They just pull stuff out where I'm just marvelling <laughs> at their musicianship. But, um, yeah, it's just great to be on the road again, and I'm sure for people, especially regionally, yeah. who've missed out on music, live music for so long, it's good to, to be hitting those centres again. Hey, Guy, I know you're very busy, so I appreciate your time and looking forward to your Tamworth show on Tuesday, November 1. Thank you so much for the chat. Thanks. Thanks so much. Best of Tamworth. Thanks to Tamworth Trophy Supplies. Quality trophies and professional engraving. See their Facebook page for details. Only on 92.9. So we've been looking for the best customer service. Thank you very much to everyone who voted on our website, our Facebook page, our Instagram, and on the phone, 676-2299. Lots of great businesses getting nominated around the place. A heap of votes for Zarafas. Over the road from us on Gunninganoo Road, lots of very happy baristas in there. They are Doing happy. very good customer service they are. Something about baristas, they can go either way. They can either be coffee snobs to the max mm-hmm. and pretentious, or they can be extremely happy, 
Perky, which is exactly what you want first thing in the morning. So first person a lot of the time that you talk to is your local barista. Yeah, you want to smile. Yeah, you want friendly banter. I love going into supermarkets and shops and when they're so grumpy, I'm like, how's your day going? Have you I had a rough day? Too. I love doing that. Because I feel like it best. usually changes their mood. Yeah, yeah. Or like at least makes them or aware of it. You're a git, either one. <laughs> either one. Um, precious Pets. Who I think won it last year. They got a lot of votes. Where's that A lot store? of nominations. I believe, I think they're like a home, uh, not a home, but they, they're... Like a groomer? Uh, no, no, they, they. if you go away, they, uh, they're, they're a... Oh, they're like a, a boarding ha- yeah, kennel. Yeah, yeah, they're oh. ke- kennel and cattery service. So there you go. They were the winners last year for best customer service. Interesting. So lots of great votes. Because, I mean, if it involves your pets, it's well, such a Don't we know it? We have thing. pets. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Mm. Need someone to look after my Hank and Hazel whenever oh. we go away on holidays. So That's it. But the winner, congratulations. So many businesses getting nominated. So many <laughs> nominations coming through. But the winner, well done, Paradise Tourist Park. Oh. Well done. They are the winner for best customer service. Congratulations, guys. Lots of people saying they're friendly and accommodating and, you know, whenever they have to bring teams to town. Central North Cricket even gave them a vote as well. I have to tell you, I did look on the Facebook post. Yeah. And saw all the positive yeah. things that people were saying about them. Yeah. so People love them. Fantastic. Well done. Uh, Paradise Tourist Park will be down soon with our... Uh, best of Tamworth, best customer service trophy. Thanks to Tamworth Trophy Spies. And that brings us to today's category. Ooh. Best pie. Ah. What are you going for? Best pie. Where can you find the best pie around the place? Last year's winner was the Manila Bakery that they took out best pie. Oh. So about 40 k's north of here is Manila is with the Manila Bakery. And it is exceptional. I went out there and dropped the trophy off and tried one of their pies. Did you? And... Oh, amazing. Okay, good. Because I, as I said to you off air, yes. I want to know where a good pie is. Well, look, this. I don't mind a pie and I haven't had any good here. Well, look, this, this will help you out. This mm. is where you can find the best around the place. So please nominate now for where we can find the best pie around the region. The nominations will close 5 p.m. tonight and then we'll reveal the winner 8 a.m. on Monday. So that's how it works over the weekend. Vote now through our website, Facebook, Instagram, or of course, give us a call 676-229 for the best pie in our best of Tamworth. Do you, how, how, what type of pie do you like? Just traditional boring pie? No, um, oh. no, not at all. I oh. love a chicken and leek pie. Oh, yes. I Good love choice. a onion pie. Oh, yeah. Like meat and onion. Yeah, yeah. Mushrooms, I love. Yeah. Um, and I love a shepherd's pie. Oh, shepherd's Do I like pies. every type of pie? Um, yes, I do. Um, fish pie. Yeah, I've made fish pies because I have oh. a pie maker. Yeah, okay. I've used it once for fish pies. That's all you've done in your own pie maker is I made know, fish pie. Because then I realised they're like not super healthy. No, they're not. No. And then I lent it around to all my brothers and sisters and like they've each had a turn and... I've got it back now. That's a really unusual thing to make in the pie well, cooker first up is fish pie. I think what I happened is I went fishing. Oh, okay. Fair and enough. I caught fish. Yeah. I, I obviously really enjoy fishing. Yeah. Um, and I went fishing and I caught like three or four fish. And yeah. then I was like, oh, like I'm not really into frozen food. Yeah. So I was like, I'll make fish pies. Okay. And I froze the pies. Yeah. Because um, they're easy to chuck them in the oven. Yeah. But they were delicious. Okay. That's yeah. good. 
Where can we find the best pie? <laughs> what a story. I don't think there's too <laughs> Look, I asked. So it's, it's true, though. Um, where, where can we find... I don't think there's too many places around here that do fish pie. No. But best pie in general. Please vote now on our Best of Tamworth. Hey, Dad, I've got a new favourite song. Want to hear JB for, for breakfast, breakfast on 92.9. Well done, Paradise Tourist Parks, taking out the best customer service award and our best of Tamworth. Well done, guys. And now our category for today, the best pie. Best pies. Ooh. You like a pie. I don't mind a good pie. I, I'm i a lady. I eat it with a spoon. Oh, do you, Everyone do you take... pays me out because I eat my pies with a spoon. Do you take the lid off it, then scoop the, the insides out with the pie? Spoon. I, I sort of smash the top of the pie with yeah. the spoon, so yeah. the pastry's in with the, whatever I'm eating. Oh, okay. Because um, I don't oh. just eat normal meat pies. So yeah. Sounds, sounds kind of wrong. <laughs> oh, well. I really like the tuna mornay ones from the bake stops. So that's your vote for our best pie? Yeah, the bake stops okay. here, yeah. Cool. Best pie. We were talking about fish pies before and whether they are a yay or nay, mm. and you eat tuna mornay pie. Yeah, so well, they have, like, the mornay, and it's got asparagus and stuff in it. Well, you were about to say you don't like fish pie, but then you say that you yes. like tuna mornay <laughs> pie. You realise what tuna is, don't you? Yes. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> it's going to be a long day with you, I have a feeling. Is that safe to say? <sighs> it's been a long. Now? It's been a long week, it's hasn't got, it? Yes. Keep those votes coming through for Best Pie. Manila Bakery getting a heap of votes. Sunny's Bakery as well. Michaelorian. Marker's Cake Shop. The Bake Stop, there you yeah. go, from Tan. They've got all the cool pies. Thank you very much. The Rusty Buckets at the BP Viaduct, they're amazing, their pies. Rusty Buckets. Thank you very much, Carolyn, for that one. Best Pie, whereabouts can we find it? How do you eat your pie as well? Yeah. 676 our Facebook page, Instagram, our website. Anything to do with pies, let us know. How do you That's, get your sauce? I've, you stick the sauce in and squeeze it or on top? Or do you take the lid off and then... Yeah, so I, you know, that's the first time I've heard anyone eat the pie like how you do. I know people... See, everyone pays me out off. about it. No, I'm not paying you out. It's just an interesting <laughs> observation. I just I know look, people that take the lid off it, then eat the insides out, then eat all the all the. I would love to just grab stuff. it. Yes. And just bite into it. Yeah. But it's so messy. I'm yeah. like, nah. No. Nah. Can't do it. Eat it with a spoon. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Each of their own. 8.53. Get the eyelash glue out for this one. This is Katy Perry and fireworks. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Time to get slightly snobby with letters from Tamworth. Time to find out what's going on in our sister city of Tamworth, Staffordshire this morning. Good morning, Olivia. Good morning, JB. Uh, a little bit of a, a little bit of a mix-up, mm-hmm. but I think this is kind of like justified. Like you can't, you can't whinge at the Staffordshire Police for for getting this one too wrong. Okay. Uh, a man was reported to be in possession of a sword and a knife in a local park, and the police had some concerned citizens ring them. You know, saying that, you know, I've seen a man with a sword and a knife mm-hmm. down in the park. Better do something about it. So they reviewed the CCTV footage of the incident and they put out a little bit of a uh, notice, uh, you know, saying that they've got a bit of concern for this. Um, in the end, the man came forward two days later and he was ba- basically just playing with his son in the park with a plastic sword and a plastic knife. Oh! So... A little bit of a mu- little bit of a mix-up. Well, did they not see in the CCTV that there was a kid fighting back? I, I know you think that was. You yeah. think you'd see yeah. like 
someone holding a knife and someone holding a sword and one's a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, <laughs> I'd be more concerned. About their revision of the footage. Yeah, more than instead anything. of just yeah. like running down there. <laughs> what the heck? Like, I'm surely someone got a hit in. And you think. Was yeah, there any blood? Right. Yeah, I know. Did any limbs come off in the thing? Because I sword if- fight with my nephew and he belts me. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, the, the man came forward and said he was merely playing monsters and zombies yeah. in the park with his son. And he had a wooden sword and the son had a plastic knife. Oh, it was wooden. So, yeah. Okay, <laughs> call Crime Stoppers because that dad is, that's a hate crime. Surely it would have looked a bit funny on CCTV. But also, didn't that's a people good point. that called the police yeah, see, the see kid? this child yeah. Yeah. and a wooden... It's all sword. very bizarre, unless the kid had ran off and hidden a. He's like, "Dad's bush killing or me." Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. That's so yeah. random. Um, the police look. They had a little bit of fun with the the statement. Yeah. Um, the Staffordshire police said, "We would like to reassure people that on this occasion there was no cause for concern, and would like to thank those who shared the appeal, so we were able to ascertain the true circumstances behind." What occurred. Lastly, we would also like to reassure the public that, to our knowledge, there are also no monsters or zombies in the area either. Well, I don't <laughs> know about that because they thought it was a real fight. <laughs> are they sure uh, yeah. there's are no you- zombies? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crazy. You can still buy plastic knives and short swords, can you? I thought that they would have been. I understand that BB guns are banned, yeah, 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 except yeah. at like yeah. you know the like the two dollar kind of store ones. Yeah, that... yeah, yeah. And the 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 plastic replica guns that you used to be able to buy, they're gone as well. Like that I used to buy as a kid. Yeah, like they're even the gun scared. emoji changed to a water gun. Oh, did, did it? Did you know that? No, Years no ago, idea. it used to be yeah, like right. a revolver. Yeah, yeah. Now it's a green water yeah. gun. I remember years ago when I was about five, I asked Santa for toy weaponry when I was a kid. Typical child, yeah. And look, it was the early 90s. I know oh, there's no justification I still have, for it. But, Jack, my nephew and, still asks me for weapons for Christmas. He's got nunchucks at the moment. <laughs> and Santa totally PC'd me. Like, really? totally, totally went, nope, I don't do those kind of things. I'm going to give you you'll a computer to, game. Yeah, you'll, you'll have to ask me for something else. Really? Ask for a basketball so you can get out there and run around or something like that. Yeah, I got, sp- I got dressed down by Santa. Jeez. Because of my present, I that asked your him Santa for. was mean. He was a ruthless Santa. Literally, wonder... every time I FaceTime Jack, he's got nunchucks <laughs> and he's showing me his weaponry. <laughs> yeah, he's five. Is he pretty good with the nunchucks? He is. Yeah, he does like jujitsu and stuff. Oh. Like my sisters, like put him and yeah, his sister right. in like all different yeah. fighting things because Jack's rough as guts. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ex- I don't know. Expel that energy. Well, you got to because sometimes he's a wizard, a fireman. A pol- he was a policeman for a while, yeah. arresting his kindy teachers. Okay. Now he's a killer. Okay, we'll see how long he sticks with that one, though. Yeah. I wouldn't be too too concerned. That is what's going on in Tamworth, Staffordshire, 18 past 7. That is Joel Corey and history here in RD 2.9. JB for breakfast. Thanks to Nathan and all the team at Country Auto's GWM Hub. We'll get in there and check out the all-new Canon X with the five-star ANCAP safety rating. Corner of Hercules and Bridge Street, West Hamworth. Morning, Ames. Morning, JB. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Can I get a TGIF up in here? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this sounds like <laughs> a bad joke, but do you uh, hear... I mean, that's what you do all the time. Do you hear about the Iranian man... 
uh, the dirtiest man in the world. And he had a shower. He had a shower and died. See, How it does sound like a joke, doesn't it? It does. This is true, though. Uh, I think it's Amu Haji, who was dubbed the world's dirtiest man, gave up washing 67 years ago. Wow. After becoming convinced that it would bring him bad luck and eventually kill him. Well... He wasn't wrong. It's understood <laughs> that Haji was otherwise healthy despite reports. Now, this is where I think the story's... It, it's embellished a little okay. bit, I like to think. I think the guy's been given a bit more of a, a, a godlike messiah behind him when I don't... I, uh, I think this is a little made up. It said that he apparently ate raw roadkill and drank dirty water from Surely puddles. Not. No. Like, sure, I, I know, like, Iran is obviously... Not the greatest conditions and stuff there, but I can't imagine raw roadkill. Would you at least cook it if be... you're going to eat roadkill? Yeah, surely. But then again, he probably didn't have stuff to make fire. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, unless he's like Jesus seems Christ, little... the second coming. It's, it seems, <laughs> seems a little far-fetched. Anyway, his neighbours persuaded him to have a shower a few months ago. After which local officials confirmed he then became ill and he's sadly passed away earlier this week. Mm. Neighbours acted after hearing that he was lonely and that not washing made it difficult for him to make friends. Uh, They tried to help him and they essentially killed him. Yeah, pretty much. It's crazy. Um, Experts interested in studying his health recorded that despite his lack of personal hygiene and diet of... Uh, supposedly eating decaying meat and unsterilized water and apparently smoking pipes filled with animal manure and eating uncooked porcupine no roadkill. No way. There's no way. He was largely unencumbered with disease or parasites. The Tehran University of Medical Science School of Public Health Associate Professor of Parasitiology... Oh, that's a big word. I was... Bloody hell. Put that, imagine Par- the, parasitiology? You need the uh, A4 piece of paper for the business card for that one. <laughs> they apparently carried out tests on him, checking him for parasites, various forms of hepatitis and other infections and diseases. And otherwise, he's good. They said the development of his strong immune system could have been a key to his relatively good health. That's fair. That's fair. It was like when Ali was a baby, she'd pick something off the floor and eat it. And you'd be like, you know what? Building the immune system. Exactly and right. And touch wood, I'm going to jinx myself now. She doesn't really get that sick. Good. She's got an... I've jinxed it. I'll get a call from the daycare later, I bet you. So, sorry if we're getting a bit personal <laughs> here, but like any allergies or anything like no. that either? No. no. See? Yeah. Um, but, but please bath her more than every 67 years. Oh, she gets a bath like every night. Don't you worry. Amaji Hajid. <laughs> Um, now, reports indicate that he was 94 at the time of his death, although earlier reports claim that he was 87. So, regardless, I mean, he's, 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 he's on a bit. He's done well. Yeah. He's on a bit. So, whether the shower that he finally had after 67 years is related to his death or natural causes, who knows? Maybe it's but like the old cars, you know, cobwebs keeping old cars together. Maybe all the dirt and mud were keep, was keeping him together. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I and a good scrub and he... Dev just fell apart. Yeah, he's, he's gone. <laughs> Poor <Yeah>. guy. <laughs> or maybe maybe he had a good, like, three-course Michelin star uh, dinner one night. And, and that his body's like, this is poison. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's the 
the the the porcupine roadkill and the pipes full of animal manure. Put a smoke into your lungs. See, that's what I mean. It seemed a little far fetched with that. Very Once it got to the smoking of the animal manure, I went, Nah, come on. Yeah. Get out of here. Hey, our best pie we're looking for today in our best of Tamworth. Coming we'll out of that. About, we'll, chat, <laughs> we'll chat about that next. The whereabouts in Tamworth. Can you find the best roadkill? That's today's best of Tamworth oh, category. Jesus. No, just joking. Best pie. We'll do that next. G'day, Bob. You're heading home. Stopping at BYO Cellars on my way.